The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. And this portion of the show brought to you by Craig's Tax Service, specializing in personal and business tax preparation, financials, and bookkeeping services. You can find out more at craigstaxservice.com. John Dinkins back with you with uh, Coach Kevin Creasy. I remembered his name. See, when you get to be my age, Coach, you know, I'm up there 66, 67. You do start to, you know, I, I, I do believe you lose a little bit, you know. But I've known Matt Williams since he was a little kid, and and, and I'm, the last name goes blank. That wow. ever happened to you? Tell me it does. Some. Uh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Uh, well, you had a oh, – and I just – we talked about it before you came on the air. I, I, you just had a weird game. 24-2 uh, to two win over Mount Juliet. And I say weird because some weird things really happened, and you guys um, – persevered and uh I, I thought uh a really hard hitting game and i thought your defense played exceptionally well um you know um they they played a good game they had they had a good game plan and uh, you know uh, some unfortunate events got it a little maybe tighter than it should have been but it's one of those games i feel like we kind of had them you know pretty much the whole game i didn't i didn't feel that pressure of oh no you know that kind of thing right yeah you know they uh they lost one of their better players, uh, running back, uh, a couple weeks ago, and then uh, unfortunately, like the second quarter, they lost their second, you know, running back and one of the best players. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think they did a good job considering uh, two of their top players uh, were out, and uh, you know, still kept the game real close. And uh, you know, I think it's ten nothing at halftime, something like that. Uh, but yeah, it was it it was sloppy at times, and uh, you know, kind of ugly at times. But um, you know, I can't blame them for uh, the game plan, and and uh, they stuck to it, and uh, gave herself a chance. And uh, you know, credit to our defense. Our defense bowed up time and time again, made way too many mistakes, and especially on third downs. But uh, those things are all fixable. So. I uh, got to give a lot of credit to our defense for playing with such great effort. You, they, they had a pretty good first drive, and they got down and they fumbled, which right. uh, was a big help. And you put three points on the board. But after that, uh, the adjustments you guys made as a coaching staff, uh, it, they, it, they were pretty limited what they could do on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know, like I said, the first drive um, went past midfield and. You know, like I said, credit to our defense. Uh, we stripped the ball away. Uh, the next drive, I think we may have, may have had an interception. Uh, you know, uh, right before half, I thought we had an interception that uh, we had a foot down, and and you know we weren't getting that call on their sideline for sure. Uh, but they uh, they had a a couple times where we've dropped interceptions, uh, so we had a lot of opportunities. Uh, you know, even though they were a run heavy team, uh, we had a lot of opportunities to to have interceptions and turn the ball over. And uh, sometimes we took advantage of it, uh, not quite enough uh, to make us happy. But, uh, you know, like I said, we we played a uh, uh, a road game that, you know, uh, sometimes it's tough to kind of get the, the old momentum rolling. And uh, as soon as we get it rolling, you know, that'd be a penalty or uh, that'd be, uh, you know, an unfortunate event for us to where we snap the ball over our punter's head, which is, you know, just – terrible this time of year or 
can't convert a fourth down or we jump off sides on offense, you know, just uh, shooting herself in the foot. But uh, I don't believe in <laughs> ugly wins. I think they're all beautiful and <laughs> just summer. <laughs> Some are just prettier than others, and this, one, this one's not that pretty, but uh, we'll take it. Uh, and, again, perseverance. I mean, there were so many things that happened, and uh, there was uh, uh, a lot of roughing the passer, uh, and then there were a lot of uh, uh, personal fouls called. And I'm not going to talk about officiating. I'm not, I, don't, I don't expect you to, too, but – I'll just put it this way. I didn't see the same thing they were seeing, you know, so that's that's the way I'm going to put it. Well, they they uh, they they threw a lot of flags there in the second half. So, uh, you know, I think it was pretty even in the first half, maybe four penalties to three or something like that. And then uh, it got skewed after that. But a lot of it was our fault. And, uh, you know, like I said, there's things that we've got to get fixed to make sure that we're not in that situation again. Uh, but, you know. There's always there's always things that uh, you know, and be. and that's memories of Mount Juliet uh, a few years back mm-hmm. when you won the state and there was a tough game down there. A same, I, it, it almost felt like the same kind of atmosphere, yeah. really. Yeah, I, I love their atmosphere there. Their field's beautiful, great uh, atmosphere for football. Huge jumbotron. It's like brand new. Uh, but yeah, they they do a good job of of uh, getting in there and making life rough on the visiting team. I think that's awesome. And uh, like I said, they do a good job as a coaching staff. And so, uh, you know, they they were just, you know, one hand tied behind their back because of the injuries. And, uh, you know, this time of year, that's part of it. We had a couple starters out as well. But, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, eventually we'll be getting those guys back. You know, uh, Coach, you, you, you had some really standout performances. Caleb Ellison, 13 tackles. Three for a loss and a sack. Um, you had um, Norfolk had ten tackles and a sack. His name we mentioned it all night long. Right. Gus Ramsey maybe one of the biggest plays of the game, a forced fumble and a fumble recovery, to go along with four tackles and of course Corey Smith being Corey Smith. You know, <laughs> right. eight tackles and a fumble recovery. Right. Yeah. Gus Ramsey, I tell you, uh, you know, went on a couple safety blitzes and and uh, you know was able to cause some disruption and. Uh, made some big plays, and then, uh, like I said, Quentin Norfolk uh, grew up in Mount Juliet, so he was wanting to get back and see some of his old buddies, uh, especially in the backfield. Uh, so that was pretty neat. Uh, and then, it, you know, you got the combination of, of, like I said, Corey Smith and Caleb Ellison. Those two uh, have been doing it for us all year. You know, I, I was glad to see Ashton Jones have a good game. He had 71 yards, and, and he was sick, uh, I think, at the Riverdale game, so he yeah. didn't get as many carries as he normally does. Right. But uh, he really compliments Dwan really, really well uh, with both of them in the backfield. Yeah, yeah, they, they're they a good one-two punch. And, and uh, you know, like I said, I just breezed through the film real quick this morning, and, and the best thing I noticed about both of them is when one of them has the ball, the other one's blocking. Yeah. And uh, you don't always see that uh, uh, with some uh, some offenses, I guess. But, uh, you know, if you're made out of the right stuff and you got good character and care about the team, you definitely uh, do more without the ball sometimes than you do with the ball. So uh, those two, uh, they're definitely, uh, you know, kind of the secret 
potion to our success on offense. Well, I, and I want to mention one other guy, and I call him King Tut uh, because I love to watch that kid play. Right. Uh, he plays with reckless abandon and uh, had a good couple of big runs. And, uh, of course, he's, he, he's really good with special teams. Anything you ask the kid to do, he does it. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, had a good punt return, almost had a, a big interception and, uh, you know, had some good runs right there at the end um but you know we're going to try to get him involved more and more in the offense too uh you know he's a guy that's fresh and uh definitely has a different gear and uh, has great vision great hands stuff like that so uh definitely future looking bright for uh our backfield but at the same time uh i think all three of them uh can contribute uh, we're talking to kevin creasy head coach of the oakland patriots winners last night uh 24 to 2 over mount juliet and a coach, I really saw the team, and you've always kind of preached the team concept, but gosh, you could really see it last night in that game, and uh, particularly defensively. I mean, they were they were all over the place. And, and like you said, if you look at the game, you go, well, there were some mistakes. But, boy, they, the heart there, and, and to make up for anything that they did wrong, they did – turned it around and 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 just really played well yeah you know i think penalties gave uh, mount juliet like four consecutive 60 first yards i think yeah of them yeah straight uh, so uh you know it put us on the one yard line fourth fourth and goal from the one and our our defense held up and uh i thought they did a great job and uh you know i i think they did great all night and like i said it was a hard-hitting ball game between mount juliet and oakland there's always a hard-hitting ball game and uh you know, I thought it was uh, a testament to both defenses, and uh, I thought our defense showed out a little bit more and, and did uh, a great job of pretty much, you know, the shutout. Kyler had a great throw, uh, and Mount Julia made a great play on a, on a pass, and, and it was a great – I thought it was a great call at the time of the game. And it just, you know, just basically that guy just grabbed it right the last second, just tipped it. Uh, <laughs> right. But, boy, that was, that, was a, that was a heck of a throw. It's good to see that. Yeah, yeah, you know, backed up, uh, you know, inside your own 15. Uh, a couple years ago we threw that same pass to Isaiah Horton at Siegel. And right. I think it went for like 90, and this one had a chance too. And, uh, like I said, we, we feel like we should at least come down with it, you know, maybe not score a 90-yard touchdown, but at least come down with it. But. I think Mount Julius DB came up and uh, punched up underneath it and knocked it out of his hand. So uh, that was a couple of shot plays that we had that uh, we didn't connect on. But, uh, you know, those things, uh, a lot of times, you know, it's feast or famine with those kind of shots. But uh, when the defense gets aggressive, uh, we try to try to go over the top. And, uh, you know, like I said, we got to have, have guys come down with that ball. We It seemed like the third quarter was – dominated by mount juliet and because you all scored on the second play of the of the second half and then the penalty situation there and and getting down the field but that took up a lot of time which i you know i don't know that it helped them because uh, you did hold them but it did take up a lot of time in the in the ball game and uh, i thought the offense played pretty well last night yeah yeah you know uh not a lot of mistakes except for uh couple false starts i thought they were at critical times we had a third and two that backed us up and then uh we had a i think it was maybe a third and four that backed us up and uh, maybe would have went for it one more time on fourth down if we didn't have a delay game so there was a few self-imposed uh penalties that that hurt us and ended up missing the field goal and, and that sort of thing so 
uh, we had some opportunities scored that we didn't capitalize on, and uh, you do that against a Riverdale team, and you will get beat. Well, you knew I was going to bring it up eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, did you, did you have any sense? It didn't look like that they were looking ahead uh, at the game last night, uh, but uh, and and Will was telling about you know fighting social media, and you know they they're all a lot of them are friends, and they get yeah. on there, and and uh, does that is that a distraction you think for them, or are they pretty focused? Oh, you know, it's got to be. I I saw Will when I was climbing up these stairs, so he was talking about you know how. Everybody's been thinking about the rematch ever since the last game, and our guys are no different, you know. And we've been trying to tell them, hey, Gallatin's good, you know, Mount Juliet's good, and I'm sure he's been doing the same thing. So, you know, it is teenagers we're dealing with here, so uh, a lot of times they can't keep the noise out, uh, you know, especially, like you said, with social media or whatever. Uh, so I'm sure everybody's been trying to, you know, anxiously anticipate this rematch, but at the same time we both had to get here. And uh, like I said, I had some good teams in way uh, in our way on the way. So, uh, like I said, it's it's here and uh, should be a packed house. Well, it was twenty two. What twenty two to twenty one, and I think everybody's expecting you know a, a similar type game. Uh, they bring a lot of uh, weapons to the offense uh, offensively, uh, particularly in skill positions, and you guys have to be ready for that. But I still think it. I'm, I'm the old believer of it. it's one in the trenches, you know, and that, that's that's what's going to happen in this game uh, coming up Friday. Yeah, I think it'll be a close game just like it was last time. Uh, hopefully we can keep it close. Uh, like I said, they do have so many weapons uh, score so quickly. You know, they scored, I think it was 25-24. Oh, okay. And so they scored 25 and a half. So if you do the math on that, that means they could score 50 if they played as good as they did in the second half. So we got to make sure they – they don't do that, and, you know, they were able to get uh, uh, the receiver Montgomery the ball more, you know, right there at the end. And, uh, you know, glad they didn't do it earlier because, like I said, it could have been a whole lot worse. But uh, uh, it's it's tough task whenever you got uh, really good receivers uh, spread out all over the field. And, of course, they got a, a really good quarterback and uh, throw in a couple running backs that they can, you know, put in at any time. Uh, it definitely makes it hard on the defense, and then, uh, I think the D coordinator's always done a good job and always defended us pretty well, and uh, it made life hard on us as well. So uh, they pretty much shut us out in the second half, except for one drive. So uh, you know, credit to uh, to the, to their defense when they had to make stops, they did, and then uh, made a play to beat us, and uh, that's why we're on the road. And, and you know, coach, when you it's like kind of the all for the marbles thing i always feel like it's a shame that we we're doing a quarterfinal game with two two talented teams like this and not that we can't ever get two teams you know it would be really nice maybe that's selfish of me but i I really think it's really a shame that we we never get that opportunity well you know that's uh when i was at riverdale that's the one thing that i was like man would this not be neat if uh we played sunny gray in the state championship game mm-hmm. you know and uh you know we we're beating up on each other and and at the time uh smarter riverdale you know we're in the same region and and that was unfortunate uh, because a lot of times the best games were you know between those two and uh now you know it's kind of the same thing here but you know that's that was kind of the problem when i got here is like it was such a big game between you know oakland riverdale or Oakland Blackman that sometimes uh, fourth round 
game might have lost it lost its luster a little bit. So uh, we definitely want whoever comes out of this game to continue to represent our town and our county, and uh, you know represent it well. And uh, you know remember that there's still two more ball games after this big matchup. I don't know if anything's made of the home situation, but you know the the stadiums look alike, and the crowds are going to be big. You know your crowd's going to be really big. Uh, but uh, I, I just guess you'd have to tell everybody to get there early because uh, that's what we did at Oakland, and we barely got in that one. So I, <laughs> well, I think it'll sure, be the same here. I guess they got the same construction going on yeah. that we do. I'm not sure, but uh, I would imagine it's it's real similar. And uh, you better get there early. That's for sure. And and it, I mean that's what uh, this town's been looking for. You know, a, a Riverdale Oakland matchup uh, when it counts and when it matters and uh, when everything's on the line and. And so uh, why wouldn't you go out there, you know, Riverdale fans and Oakland fans and everybody in between that loves them and hates them, and they should all be out there watching the game. That's what third-round matchups are supposed to be like. Uh, You know, I wish – you know, we've talked about this years ago uh, about um, Riverdale Auto Route. If if you go on to other games, Riverdale Auto Route for you, you Auto Route for Riverdale – and those kind of things, I'd, I'd like to see more of that in our county a little bit more. I think we get too caught up in community, and here we go, this is my team, blah, blah. Right. You know, but. Yeah, and like I said, eventually it's going to be Murfreesboro against mm-hmm. uh, Chattanooga, I guess, somewhere yeah. around there, and uh, maybe Murfreesboro against Brentwood or, you know, Memphis or something. You just never know. So, you know, at the end of the day, one team's going to come out representing Murfreesboro, and I, I, like I said, I hope. One of us does it to the best of our ability. You know, we both got good teams, and one of us is going to be done on Monday, and uh, the other one's going to keep going and, and like I said, hopefully represent us uh, real well in the playoffs. Well, we know it won't be Maryville. I noticed that, too. <laughs> I, 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 I'm shocked, but it, yeah. it won't be Maryville. I'm surprised, too. And uh, like I said, there's, there's a lot going on in football. So, you know, sometimes injuries add up and uh, – uh, sometimes things that usually happen don't happen, and that's why you got to buy that ticket. That's why everybody needs to make sure they're there next Friday night. Well, go out and see. should be a tremendous football game. And, uh, Coach, congratulations on the win um, last night, and good luck uh, Friday. Yep, appreciate it. All right, that's Kevin Creasy, the head coach of the Oakland Patriots, the Battle of the Borough 2, I guess is what we call it, uh, coming up this Friday night, and WGNS will be carrying this game. And this portion of the uh, show brought to you by Craig's Tax Service, specializing in personal and business tax preparation, financials, and bookkeeping services. Find out more at craigstaxservice.com. Coming up, it's Floyd Walker and the Eagle Eagles. Brian Ojibri joining us now. Hey y'all, this is Lakin Hebden. I'm a mortgage loan originator for FNB Mortgage, a department of First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, located on 322 North Front Street in downtown Murfreesboro. When you're ready to purchase your new home or refinance the one you have, I'll make sure your home loan process will move along smoothly when you put your trust in me. With attractive rates and a great solution that will fit your lifestyle and budget, FNB Mortgage is your hometown lender. Visit my website, lakeandhibden.com. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 401715. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To 